Hello, good morning, welcome to another episode of The Daily. This episode finds you on the 31st of March, Wednesday. I hope your day is off to a good start. We are close to midway through a series of devotionals, podcasts, studying the final words of Jesus on the cross. Wherever you're tuning in from today, I pray for God's peace, presence, and shalom to be with you, even as you begin this day leaning into the words of scripture, His presence, that you'll feel His abiding sense of peace, even as you go about your day today. And so with all that being said, let us begin the podcast. So, if you knew you were going to die, in just a few hours what would you want your final words to be what would you want to be remembered of you in your dying moments what would you want to say to your friends to your families what would you want to say to the world as a way of summing up your life's greatest uh, lessons and achievements what would you want to say now i can think of some famous last words from famous people that we all know Steve Jobs, uh, in his final moments, looked upon his family and went, Oh wow, oh wow, oh wow. Bob Marley, in his dying moments, said this profound line, Money can't buy life. Whitney Houston, as she was dying, says, I want to see Jesus. I can't wait to see Jesus. Final words, aside from leaving a legacy, can be really telling of who you are, what you're passionate about, as a person. And scripture gives us this uh, glimpse, this insight into the life of Jesus through his final words. As he hung on the cross, he made seven uh, statements uh, that we commonly refer to as words. Now there really is cause for study, uh, cause for diving in deeper into these uh, seven words. Because if you were to think about it, Jesus hung on the cross in deep anguish and pain, and with great purpose and intent, chooses to make these seven statements, to speak these seven words. Now we've done study uh, on the first two words, uh, the word of forgiveness and salvation, and today we are approaching the third word, and that is the word of affection. Now I'll be honest to say, whenever I study the seven words, uh, all of the words, uh, you know, makes immediate sense to me. I would often think, uh, of course, Jesus wants to talk about forgiveness, uh, salvation, suffering, victory on the cross. But this third word, this word of affection, always, almost feels like it sticks out as like a sore thumb to me. You know, we get this word of affection from uh, this passage of scripture in John chapter 19, uh, which says this from verse 25. Now there stood by the cross of Jesus, his mother, When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciple standing nearby, whom he loved, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, you know this to be John, Behold your mother. And this is where we get the word of affection. Jesus, as he hangs on the cross in deep pain and anguish, ensures that his mom makes plans for his mom to be taken care of after his death. And so here we see Jesus in his hour of need, in a place of great torment, eager to care for his mother. Now that speaks to me because, 
you know, we see the heart of Jesus for his mother, but we can also see God's heart for us as his children. In the same way, Jesus' mother's needs was on his mind on that day. You are on God's mind. Your needs, your cares, your worries, they do not escape the mind of God, nor are unseen or uncared for. Matthew chapter 6 tells us that the Father knows what we need even before we ask. Even the things or the worries that we regard as insignificant in light of all of the needs of the world, God cares for them. He is infinite in his ability to care. God is never too busy that he doesn't care for even the most insignificant of needs, wants or desires. He cares. And though we see this illustrated in this passage, that Jesus, whilst accomplishing the greatest act in all of human history, the greatest act in all of the cosmos, the defeat of death, hell and the grave, the defeat of sin, the atonement on behalf of all of humanity, he makes a point to pause and ensure that his mom is cared for. And I would say to you today that God's eyes his care is toward you this day. Now, let me share with you a fun story. Uh, when I was living in the US, my first year living in the US, I remembered uh, that, you know, I had all these time on my hands and uh, you know, at that point, I really, really wanted an Xbox. I know I'm supposed to be a real spiritual person reading my Bible every day, but I just wanted an Xbox to play FIFA on. And I remembered uh, it was right around the time uh, there were the Black Friday sales and I saw on the listing that the Xbox was going to be heavily discounted. And so, you know, when you have items like that that are going to be heavily discounted, you know, people would queue up uh, some for days, weeks on end just to rush in and get as many units as possible. And, you know, I wasn't really going to, I wasn't really into camping out. Uh, for a few days and so I just showed up on the night itself and when I went into uh, the store uh, there were like loads and loads and loads of people already there and I remember on my way there just making a small little prayer in my heart I was like God you know I really want an Xbox and uh, you know I, I pray that I'll get one it's just real simple prayer and so I walked in and I walked right to the aisle where the Xboxes are supposed to be and there were none they were all gone and i asked the uh the shop uh, assistant and he said oh they were gone like within like 30 minutes you know they were, they were like, completely snapped up because they were so heavily discounted and you know i was like okay you know i guess i'm not getting an xbox and so i started walking around the store just trying to get like random things that i needed for home and i walked to the fruit section i was just picking out some fruits and lo and behold as i was looking at the fruit i saw that uh, there was an xbox a brand new xbox in its box uh put uh next to the fruit stand some person uh probably uh took it and uh, changed his mind and decided to chug it uh next to the fruits nobody else at the fruit section it was was, was at the electronic section and so I grabbed it and I checked out with an Xbox. Now I share that story uh, to illustrate how insignificant and inconsequential some of our wants and desires and prayers uh, can be at times. But I also like to point you to the fact that God actually cares about these things that we regard as you know, way too petty and unimportant. 
for him to actually give attention to. He actually cares. And that's, you know, in many ways, uh, evidence of how vast God's love for us. He's not just concerned about bits and pockets of our life. He's concerned about our whole lives, our, the entirety of our being, our wants, our desires, our longings. Now, some of you might think that, oh, that is just pure coincidence, whatever has happened, but I choose to not believe so. I believe that God actually heard my prayers and I left uh, that uh, that Walmart uh, with an Xbox in hand, but not just with an Xbox in hand. Uh, I left with this uh, sense of assurance uh, in God's care for me. And uh, honestly, that moment uh, really did shape and form the much of the way I view and interact with the Father. I used to think of the Father as someone who is distant, far off, always angry, unconcerned with my life. But that day really changed my image of the Father. I saw him as one who was caring, who was near, who was close, who was loving and embracing, even listening to my petty, insignificant requests. Now, before we close off, I'd like to draw your attention to a couple of words in this passage of scripture that we just read. The Bible tells us in verse 25 that when Jesus saw his mother there and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, I'd like to draw your attention to those words, standing nearby. And, you know, I think we often just glance past, uh, like, you know, words and phrases like that, but it actually has a lot of meaning, a ton of meaning attached to it. And so you put yourself in that context. Jesus was crucified on the cross. People were hating him. There were talks of uh, persecution that was going to fall on those who uh, aligned with him. And at that point, Jesus was, you know, absolutely unpopular, right? You do not want to be associated with, with a person like Jesus for fear of death. And here we see in the story that John the disciple and his mother Mary were standing nearby. They were standing close to Jesus, almost as a way of saying, I am associated with this man who's hung, who's hanging on the cross for a crime that he did not commit. And I'm willing to be ostracized, persecuted, even killed for this association, for me showing affection to this man hanging on the cross. It makes me think of that passage of scripture from Romans chapter 8. If indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. So Mary, like this verse says, was sharing in the sufferings of Christ. She was associating herself with a man on death row. The words standing nearby actually better translate to the words leaning in. Mary was leaning into Jesus in his anguish and pain. And it's in that place that Jesus pours out his affection for her by entrusting her to the care of his beloved disciple. Marshall Hoffman says this about those words standing near. He says they were standing near. The verb literally means leaning in. Had they not been standing at the very foot of the cross with all the commotion, they might not have heard this third word that was directed to them. Many of the seven last words were spoken loudly for all to hear, but this word was hardly more than a whisper. Jesus has a word for you this morning. He's not so occupied with saving the world that he would overlook you. He has a word that is tailored to meet your needs. Are you standing near the cross? Are you leaning in? Come in close and perhaps you can hear it. 
Now this is the invitation for all of us this morning to as Mary and John did to stand near the foot of the cross to associate ourselves with the sufferings of Christ to identify with him to lean in and I can't help but see a promise even as we choose to do so in our own uh, volition that as we lean in and identify with Christ and his sufferings we will be raised to glory he will meet our needs he will take care of us and so let's spend a few moments this morning just meditating and reflecting on all that we have just heard maybe some of you like me those many years ago have always viewed the father god as someone who is distant far off and doesn't care we think of our needs and our wants some of them very valid as petty and insignificant in light of all of the issues of the world and can i say to you this morning that god is infinite in love and he's also infinite in his ability to care for you and so let's uh even uh, with in light of the invitation of scripture let's cast our cares upon him let's cast all our anxieties upon him for he cares for us and so this morning whatever is weighing you down whatever is troubling you i invite you to bring it to the foot of the cross even as you lean into christ this morning wherever you at i encourage you to just lift your hands before you just as an act of offering your cares your worries your anxieties and your needs to god and almost as a kind of prophetic act i invite you to just picture all of these things in your hands all the things that have weighed down heavy on your heart just imagine these weights being placed on your hands instead of on your person and once you're able to do so i invite you to lift your hands before god symbolically almost as if to say god i give you my cares my worries and my anxieties and i know i do not do so just as a vain act but i do so in complete trust that you hear that you listen that your eyes are upon me and i do so in complete trust that you will and that you are able to care for me so as you do so I invite you to just spend a few moments sitting in God's presence and allowing for his grace, his kindness, his love to wash over you this morning. Let's spend a few moments doing so. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of The Daily. I pray for God's peace, His love to be upon you as you go about your day. I thank you for tuning in and I pray that this time has been refreshing for you. We'll have a few more episodes out for you in the remainder of the week. And as always, grace to you. God bless. Grace and peace.